Leah. Kyle. Hi. Hi. How have you been? I'm good. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> it's been uh, it's been five or six weeks. It's been a while. It's been a while since we've <laughs> podcast, but hopefully this is a good surprise for some people because you said some people have been asking where these have been. Yeah, we've had people asking about so much different content, and I'm just like, oh, they care. Like, and so people are like, oh, like, where's Morningside Hoops? But like, I mean, I was in Kansas for three weeks, and then then we had some away games. So now we're we're back in action. You know, I love that the people care. They do. And I love that our dedicated fan base loves these. And I love that we're giving them an episode this week. Oh, and don't forget, you also said you wrote a jingle for this. <laughs> no, I did not. No, I did not. Wow, way to throw me on the spot. Way to Just throw kidding. me on the spot. We don't I, have a jingle. Well, we don't. We don't. But if we do, Aaliyah will be sure to sing it oh. for you. I'm sure. We'll be sure to add it in the post edit. You have uh -huh. a little recording studio at home, I've heard. Oh, yeah. Little content corner. Yeah, but yeah. I, I'm not a jingle person, but I that's why I'm giving it to you. Oh, well, I appreciate that. Yeah, Thank you. Of course. But I'm gonna I'm gonna <laughs> gas you up a little bit here and uh congratulate you on your social content taking off recently. I saw Thank your you. uh the post that you did when the Brooklyn Nets put you on their social media. They and did. Then your little your clip from our women's basketball game of Abby Shue throwing the ball off. Uh, who was it? Uh, Brown or yeah. Harvard? I think Brown. Brown. Yeah. Throwing it off her back, and uh, that made ESPN's yeah. uh, TikTok or SportsCenter's yeah, TikTok. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, then you also were on overtime, so you were getting yeah, hundreds so of thousands of millions of views all in one day. It's crazy, and it, the Nets thing was weird. Like it was just out of the out of the blue, but the the um like clip from the game was great and like i'm i'm a big supporter of women's basketball like in all shapes and forms yeah. so it's just like yeah. it's awesome to me to see a clip that my audience like let's take off because i do a lot of stuff with the nba and the nfl and so i'm like no like women's basketball is where it's at so it's, it's just great to see like a women's basketball clip get a lot of love exactly well i just wanted to gas you up a little thank you congratulate you appreciate it awesome <laughs> great job on this week's episode we are bringing in none other then Abby Shue and Caitlin Davis, probably the two most recognized people on the women's basketball team around campus. Yeah, I'm super excited because they, the duo of them two were on last year together, but I was home oh. for like the holiday break, so I didn't get to do this. I didn't get to okay. sit down with them. So, um, And I love them. Like They're definitely like two that I talk to the most, especially Katie, but, and Abby's great too. So I'm, I'm very excited. That's right. And we're coming into the stretch of the Ivy League season here. This is where it gets real. This is <laughs> where it gets real. Uh, the Lions, it's just going to be women's basketball on the podcast today, but the Lions are 16-3, and 5-1 and one in the league. They've got eight games left in the regular season, which sounds wow. crazy because it feels like it should be more games than that. I know, crazy. doesn't it? There's yeah. eight regular season games left. They're in the middle of a five-game homestand right now. Like we just talked about, they took care of Brown last Saturday. Probably gave up more points than they would have liked to, but a 94-74, a win in which the result, the final result was really never in doubt the, the yeah. entire time. Yeah. Uh, a 94-74 win over Brown. And then this Saturday, Pride Night against our Pride game because it's in the middle of the afternoon. So <laughs> our Pride game against Dartmouth next weekend, a huge weekend in terms of the standings between uh, Columbia and Penn and Princeton. And then the homestand closes out Saturday, February 11th, right here against Yale. And that'll be a 12 p.m. tip-off because wow. that game's on SNY. 
Oh, wow. So, awesome. yeah, yeah. A lot of, uh, we're going to know a lot more about what the postseason picture looks like mm-hmm. at the end of this homestand. That's, that's crazy that we're even to this point of, I mean, like, of course it's over the span of a couple weeks, but like, it's just, when you put it like that, it yeah. sounds like the season's going February by fast. flies by. It really February, does. When you get into February, it, when there's one month left until March and March Madness, like mm-hmm. February just flies by. Yeah. 100%. It's, it's wild. Um, and I do want to, you know, give the listeners a little update in case you're not in tune to how the women's basketball team's been doing this year and what their chances are potentially making the NCAA tournament. We won't talk about this, and that's why I'm talking about this now in the introduction. We won't talk about this with the players. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in uh, Charlie Cream's latest bracketology for women's basketball, Columbia is one of the last four teams as an at-large wow. into the NCAA tournament. So they are definitely have multiple paths to the NCAA tournament. Granted, I know the team and the coaches and everybody – don't want to chance it and need that at-large bid, they would very much prefer to win the Ivy League tournament. Mm -hmm. But it is always good to have multiple paths to March Madness. And as it stands right now, ESPNW's Bracketology says Columbia would be one of the last four teams into the the NCAA tournament. That's awesome. Which would then excitingly imagine if this happened, put them in the first four in Dayton on Tuesday, two days after Selection Sunday, which would be wild. That would be wild. (laughs) That's cr- that's crazy. That would be that would be out of control, but we are a long ways away from yes. there. And as uh, Charlie Cream always says on his bracketologies, this is just a snapshot mm-hmm. of if the tournament started today. Yeah. So. But me as like a basketball fan, I love hearing about bracketology oh, yeah. and and that stuff. So I'm sure the listeners love love hearing oh, yeah. it. Oh so yeah. Oh yeah. That that's exciting. Oh, yeah. And the women's basketball team uh, earlier this week is uh, in the coaches poll, receiving three votes in the. Uh, USA Today Sports coaches poll, which makes seven straight weeks that they've been receiving votes in either the AP or the coaches poll, which wow. are the two major polls in women's college basketball. Mm-hmm. So a lot of good things are happening That's for amazing. Columbia women's basketball team. That's another reason why I'm so glad we have this podcast, though, because it's just so laid back that we can we can speak on things and speak about things that like the fans like. So I I, I just love this podcast so much and. I'm excited. We're back in action. I'm excited. Yes, this will be more regular. But I believe yes. we said that last time in December. <laughs> but then December was crazy. That's and true. And the there's winter break and yeah. all that. So, but now, now that we're in the stretch here, yeah, look for more. Look for more episodes. Exactly. All right. That being said, we're gonna throw it to break. But when we come back, Abby Shue, the reigning Ivy League player and Met Basketball Writers Association Player of the Week, and we're gonna have Caitlin Davis, reigning first team All Ivy League selection. <laughs> join us uh, for what should be a fun conversation. Yes, let's let's do it. I'm excited. Jag One Physical Therapy is a proud partner of the Columbia Lions. With state-of-the-art rehabilitation equipment and facilities, allow us to develop a specific plan catered to each patient. The Jag One team proudly serves the tri-state area with facilities throughout Manhattan, Brooklyn, Queens, Staten Island, Westchester, Long Island, New Jersey, and Pennsylvania. We're here for you. Get back the life you love. Visit www.jag1pt.com. That's J-A-G-O-N-E-P-T.com for more information. We all know what comes with being a fan, the ups, the downs, and everything in between. Share a Coke with a friend. Coca-Cola, the official beverage of the Columbia Alliance. 
New York Presbyterian Hospital is one of the nation's most comprehensive, integrated academic health care delivery systems dedicated to providing the highest quality, most compassionate care and service to patients in the New York metropolitan area, nationally and throughout the globe. New York Presbyterian is consistently recognized as a leader in medical education, groundbreaking research, and innovative patient-centered clinical care. Ranked number one in the New York metropolitan area by U.S. News and World Report and repeatedly named to the honor roll of America's best hospitals, New York Presbyterian has 10 locations in the metropolitan area. For more information, visit nyp.org today. At Athletic Brewing Company, we've built America's first craft non-alcoholic brewery. We've created a lineup of award-winning non-alcoholic beers. Our beers are made with organic grains and start at only 50 calories. Athletic beers are perfect for anyone who loves being healthy and active, but also loves to enjoy great-tasting beer with friends. To give us a try, go to athleticbrewingcompany.com and use code ATHLETIC20 for 20% off your first order. Make a brilliant move to Vanderwater, luxury condominium residences in Morningside Heights. Discover an elevated approach to city living, a modern homage to old world elegance, breathtaking views of the Hudson River, Columbia University, and Riverside Church. Visit thevanderwater.com today for more information. That's T-H-E-V-A-N-D-E-W-A-T-E-R.com. All right, welcome back to Morningside Hoops, our first episode in about a month, Aaliyah, but they're going to be like more regular from now on. No, it's like a month. Come on. Um, and we are here today with women's basketball. We're here with Abby Shue and Caitlin Davis. Abby Shue, a junior guard from Parkland, Florida, and Marjorie Stoneman Douglas in St. Thomas Aquinas High Schools, and Caitlin Davis, a senior from Norwalk, Connecticut, and Greenwich Academy. How are we doing today? Good to see you guys. Good, good. Great to see you. Yeah. Abby? Great, yeah. Yeah? Um, Abby Shue, the reigning Ivy League Player of the Week. Also the reigning Met Basketball Writers Association Player of the Week. So congrats on those honors. I Thank believe you. you got two of those. No, you got three Ivies and two MBWA so far this year. Mm. Correct? Who's counting? Oh. I <laughs> am. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And uh, KD, reigning first team all Ivy League selection, uh, recently became the 14th line in program history to collect 500 career rebounds. What you said to me privately, you said, like, I didn't even know this was a thing. But it is a thing. <laughs> it's barely a thing. Now, come on. What do you mean? You're only the rebounds? 14th person. You're only the 14th person in 39 years of this program. That's a lot of rebounds. That's a lot of rebounds. It it's is. not like scoring points. You don't just get 20 rebounds in a game. Yeah. Like, that's. It's impressive. It is impressive. It is impressive. Thank you. Well, let's talk some basketball while you're here, I guess. Uh, you guys are 16-3, and 5-1 and one in the league. Uh, you're in the middle of a five-game homestand, of which you started last Saturday right here at home against Brown with a 94-74 victory. So, Abby, I'm going to start with you. How are we? How, what is the mindset of the team heading into this weekend, like in, in the middle of this homestand? Yeah, we're feeling good. I mean, especially the fan turnout we have. Um, we want to keep delivering wins for them, obviously. We have a great crowd every time. And um, kind of just learning every day. Um, adjusting and playing Columbia basketball. That's always the game plan. So, KD, how's it feel to be home after being on the road? All those, uh, I feel like non-conference, how many guys? You guys had like four home games, yeah. right? We were like flying everywhere. It felt like some weeks we were traveling to two different places in three days. Yeah. So how does it feel to be like, I, it's like four or five straight weekends you guys are at home. Yeah. It's, it's nice to finally be home, to have our home crowd, and just all the traveling really makes you appreciate it more. So 
It's nice to be back. And you guys touched on the crowds a little bit, but talk about the crowds. I mean, for your Ivy League opener here against Harvard, I think that was back on January 14th, your Ivy League home opener, uh, you had over 1,000 fans in attendance. And then last Saturday against Brown, another over 1,000 fans in attendance. And the Harvard game, uh, the, the students weren't even back yet. And then even the Brown game, like the students were just kind of starting to come back. So I think we're only expecting – more fans this Saturday because it's Pride. It's the Pride game, mm -hmm. and then next weekend, which we'll get to a little bit, a big weekend just in terms of standings. Mm -hmm. uh, but let's hit on the Pride game first, Katie. I'll start with you. How cool is it, in your opinion, to be able to host that event every year from the women's basketball team? Um, I think it's just in line with our team's values um, to celebrate things like that and just to stand up for what we believe in like and who we are yeah <laughs> <laughs> pride pride lines running up with my pride is up. i don't know but um <laughs> it's cool to be able to host things like that and it really like brings out our community um yeah then we you know yeah abby i mean yeah we're celebrating a lot of who we are um <laughs> not to be like like that but a lot of us are part of that community so it's like it feels good you know that you know i don't know we're able to celebrate that it's one i don't want to say a privilege but it, it does feel like you know we're very supported here so it feels good I go ahead go ahead oh i feel like you guys as a program like i always talk about this you do a great job at supporting the different communities such as you know black women or you know the lgbtq community so also seeing like all the young fans you bring in like mm -hmm. how important is it to show the younger fans or show anyone in the community like just how important it is to use your platform for that yeah it's huge i mean we don't want to shy away from who we are so to you know show young kids like you said you know we're basketball players you know we celebrate pride we celebrate black owned businesses i feel like it gives them you know a great leeway to you know what it means to be a college athlete and like i don't know yeah yeah love that Great segue, because it was next on my outline of this episode, mm. your Support Black Women campaign. Yeah. And like you said, Abby, uh, the team has been supporting local black-owned businesses in the area throughout the season as part of that campaign. And I believe this Saturday, we'll give them a little plug on the podcast, is Sil Sylvia's Restaurant is, uh, is, the one for this, is the one for this Saturday. Uh, but you guys have been supporting black-owned businesses with your pregame meals, uh, with reaching out into the community, having them come to your games. I know the owners of Sylvia's Restaurant are going to be here this Saturday for the Pride game. So, I mean, talk about what went into this year's campaign specifically. Well, this is a continuation from last year. Um, we wanted to make sure, you know, it just doesn't stop of one season. This is a continued um, effort, and I think it's great what we're doing. It's um – like a big part of this program and Coach D talks about a lot is like taking action and continuing and doing what we say we're going to do. So I think a big part of this campaign is like actually taking action. Like there's one thing to say that we're going to support black woman owned businesses, but another thing to actually financially support them through our meals and then as well bring, um, bring their businesses um, into our community as well. So I think um, it's just, a great opportunity for us to show kind of what matters to us um, and to continue what we've what we've started and stand on it. And like you said, you guys uh, will support these businesses 
by ordering your pregame meals, especially when you're at home, ordering mm -hmm. your home pregame meals from these businesses. So I have to ask, you know, of, of these businesses that have supplied the pregame meals, what's the what's the go-to? What, what would you go, who, where would you go back to if you had to pick? Who's the number one? Oh, my God. Um. Well, one favorite comes to mind for me. Is it Lolo's? Yeah, the, the, yeah. the sandwiches. Oh, my God. They're jerk yeah. chicken sandwiches. <laughs> and then they have this salmon that's in this curry sauce. So so yeah. So yeah. So good. They're all great. They're all great though. Yeah, they're I all know great. they're all great, but yeah, you know, we're everybody's spot. everybody's allowed to have their favorites. No, yeah. The sandwiches. But if you had to shout out another one of those businesses, Katie, which one would it be? Um, do we also Melba? Yeah, I think so. Oh, yeah. yeah. I thought that was pretty good. Well, say it again. Melba's? I yeah. thought it was pretty good. What yep. what what was good? What food? Do you remember? Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, you don't have to answer it. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. I don't show up with a pamphlet every time <laughs> they bring the food. Why not? <laughs> there's, there's one that we haven't, because it's ice cream. It's, we're not going to get that before the <laughs> game, but Abby Lily's, that's oh. a great. Oh my God, their ice cream's insane. Yeah, I struggle um, every time I see that name as to how many lilies are in Avril lilies, right? Isn't it something <laughs> crazy? It's just, it's just Avril lilies. lilies? Yeah. There's yeah. a mm, this one lily. This one. No, <laughs> there's there's a lot more. You in. added there's way a, too no, many lilies. <laughs> there, are, you look at that name again. There is way more than just one. I promise. Avril uh, lily. <laughs> <laughs> I am telling you, there is. All right, Aaliyah, you wanted to bring a new segment into this podcast today, which I thought was a pretty good idea. So I'm going to let you intro it. Oh, my. Okay, well, can it I just... It may only live for this episode. Yeah, we'll no, it was it definitely an accident. I just said, like, I'm the type of person that, like, I always have a story. Like, every time, like, I show up to the office, I'm like, ah, oh, like, this mm -hmm. just happened. Mm -hmm. Okay, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> she knows. Um, so I'm like, yeah, like, I'm the type of person that always has a story of the day. So then Kyle was like, oh, this, that's a great segment idea. So we need to know, like, your guys is, like, anything that happened to you today that's, like, stood out that was, you know, a little moment but, like, might have been funny or, like, nice or just anything. And I'll start to give you some time to think about it. And I said to you, my story of the day yeah. was up in the Nash building, which I don't know if you've ever been to. It's up on 133rd and Broadway where my office is. The fourth floor of that building is has the archery range in it, and I went up there to talk to Derek Davis, the head archery coach. Shout out to Derek Davis, and because it's one of the sports that I work with, and I learned a lot about archery today. That's so exciting. I learned the different disciplines. Don't ask me to rename th rename them. I know there's compound and recurve, and uh, some kind of like uh, hunter bear something something about with hunting bows. But I learned a lot about archery today, and I had quality 45 minutes with Derek Davis. It's a long time. That is a long time. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know if I'll top that story, but wait, 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 wait. <laughs> we're not trying to compare stories. <laughs> I was trying to give you time to think. <laughs> um, I mean, the biggest thing that happened to us, I mean, Katie, I don't know. She might have left the building and had something crazy happen to her. Coach G's executive coach came and um, told us about this Enneagram test. Don't know if I'm saying that right, so don't quote me. And, um, yeah, we learned a lot about our own personalities. So you basically take a test, answer questions, and it gives you a type personality. And a few of us were like, yeah, we relate to this, but Carly's was spot on. Mm -hmm. It was, like, really? scary. It was, like... Is it the one with the numbers? Oh, like yeah. 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 Okay. Like type 5, don't mean to out her. Oh, but <laughs> okay, okay. So this wasn't, like, the Myers-Briggs personality. I want to say I'm no. type 3, okay. if I remember so this achiever. right. Uh, Sorry, I just was just informed what, about yeah, it. Yeah, so do you know the different ones, like what they are? Three is achiever. Three. I know that. Perfectionist is one, right? That's one, yeah. Two is helper. 
helper. Which a lot of people want to know you were a helper. <laughs> 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 you weren't a helper, huh? I was not. What did you say? Um, did you just say I'd what say, you were? Well, like. You said you were five. No, six. that's Carly. Oh, I was okay. six. But I do have to say, like, she said it, you're not stuck with that type. No, like, yeah. uh, everyone has a little bit. But Carly's like, she's five. Yeah. There's no questioning <laughs> that. What was five? What was that one? Like, doesn't like people. <laughs> doesn't like being touched. Yeah. Um, very, like, um, wants to know the way the world works. Wants mm-hmm. facts. Is very think thinker. No minded. small talk. That's yeah. awesome. So is Katie. Katie's also type five. So. I was like, but I feel like I related to both. Yeah. You and, it was funny because you, me, and Carly all had, like, the s- most similar um, yeah. types. We're That's all, awesome. like, winged to each other, which yeah. is how she explained it. I'm looking and up what a type 5 is. So the Enneagram. En- Enneagram? E-N-N-E-A-G-R-A-M. Enneagram. Is that how you say it? Enneagram. The intense cerebral type is type 5. I can yeah. totally intense. see that for you too, Katie. Yeah, intensity. Perceptive, innovative, secretive, and isolated. Okay, that's not neat. <laughs> Loner. No, I'm just <laughs> I don't feel like it's... Everybody it. just said that because when everybody sees me, I'm tired. And so that's what... That's yeah. part of me that... No, but so. it says here, in brief, five... I do see the, like, thinking part. Like, you always want... Yeah. You and Carly always want to know, like, why the way things are. But it says... Which it's is a good thing. It yeah, says fives are alert, insightful, and curious. Yeah. But it doesn't necessarily mean you're loud and boisterous. You know what I'm saying? What? Because I think, like, you're, it doesn't mean you're quiet is what I'm saying, where it says fives are alert, insightful, and curious. You know, because I feel like sometimes when people see the beginning of, like, the intense cerebral type, they'll be like, oh, they're, like, quiet. No, you know what I mean? Uh, Sally called us charming. Yeah. She said we can be charming. It's only the only thing Katie took away. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And then uh, I'm actually going to look up. You said you were type six. Yeah, loyalist, which loyalist. oh, that's cool. Yeah, whatever. Committed, security, <laughs> <Anxious>. security oriented <laughs> yeah. type, engaging, responsible, anxious, and suspicious. You see, suspicious. You and Susie. Suspicious. Yeah. You oh, Sue, you and Susie, huh? Yeah. Dang, wow. we're like out in people here. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. That's okay. See, you said you weren't gonna be able to top my story, and I think that's you totally cool. did. Yeah. 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 I was joking. <laughs> <laughs> wow! <laughs> Shot down, Aaliyah. Shot down. <laughs> Shot down. I'm loving this. This is why I like having them on. And, like, since you're the SID, like, it's a lot of tough love, you know? I don't know if there's love. There's just <laughs> a lot of banter. <laughs> 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 lot of <laughs> That's okay. Just a lot of banter. Uh, all right, uh, Katie, what's your story now? Story? That involved both of us. No, but what's a separate story? Just something random that happened to you today. Random? Yeah. Were you in class? Something? Somebody said something? No, I, w- what? I went to Chef Mike's today. And I got bombarded. Apparently, there's some poster going around with me <laughs> on it. And I'm like, I love the people that work there. Like, they know me when I walk in. They know a lot of us. Like, we all, we live off of Chef Mike's. Where's Chef Mike's? It's in Uris. It's like the sandwich shop. Oh. I love Uris, but now I can't get anything in there because now it's all meal swipe. So oh. I have to, like, go over to the little mini counter on the right side when you walk in and get a soup thing. And no, then you walk can pay. You can pay now? When they first built it, it was like you couldn't pay. You could just all you Amanda only goes meal. in all the time, though. Mm. I think she goes in and to you get, get soup. A, you get a stu- she gets a discount or something, or worker discount. Okay. I'll um, have to figure that out. But yeah, I went in there, and they, like, bombarded me. One yelled from across the room, you're famous. And I was like, what? <laughs> like, what is going on? So I go to get my chips, and then two of them run up, like, ran out to me, like, like with the poster with me on it. <laughs> and, a sh- and they took a Sharpie from behind their back, and they were like, 
you're gonna sign this. You oh, have to sign. Oh, that's so cute. That's uh, awesome. Yeah, was it the sweet. schedule poster or something? It wasn't. I don't know. It wasn't the schedule one. I don't know where they got it from. I asked Amanda too because I work with the people making you the do? posters. Like I'd see all of them, but I don't know where they got it from. But it was really sweet. Well, it was like a that's Columbia cute. branded poster. Yeah, it might have been from our team. Oh, okay. Okay. I that love that. But yeah, that makes sense. See, that was also a good story. See, you said you didn't have anything. Yeah, and that, you was, did. that was good. And you did. All right, Aaliyah, you had another thing you wanted to talk to them about involving music. Yeah, yeah. So I guess other story of the day. I go into Amanda's office a lot, and Katie's in there. Um, and Katie's job of the day was, like, something with, like, the music for the pregame. So I'm just wondering, like, we need the pregame playlist. Like, what your guys' like, top go-to songs are for pregame or, like, what you listen to. <laughs> vibes part three yeah <laughs> <laughs> i don't think i have specific songs i mean mm. i mean oh yeah she's like the team one who would you yeah. trust the most out of the team to uh, you know have the ox before a game or in the locker room i feel like lil or hardy always has it for mm-hmm. hardy yeah oh, it's hardy I mean, Hardy's always holding the speaker when we <laughs> when we win post game. Yeah, <laughs> I up love in that. the air. That's true. She's got a good vibe meter. Mm-hmm. Sure. And speaking of the celebrations, though, you guys have had some good ones this year. The Seton Hall post game locker room. I mean, the whole revenge tour, if we will, that uh, Coach G likes to <laughs> Coach G likes to talk about. But you guys had, you know, everybody, anybody that you faced last year that came away with a win, you guys came back this year and beat them, and it's like five or six teams, and there's been lots of fun locker room celebrations so what's been either your favorite win so far this season or your favorite locker room celebration in a post game abby um locker room i'd say well favorite wins obviously princeton um but and then locker room celebration probably tied between princeton even though me and kd kind of got pulled early out of that your fault. <laughs> I'm just um, doing my job over here. Just or doing my job. Yeah. <laughs> or Miami was pretty fun. Like both involved a lot of water, so yeah. it's like oh, yeah. <laughs> Miami. <laughs> the coaches came in like on a mission. They were prepared. Yeah. Soaked us, but yeah, that's that awesome. Yeah. Well, you probably yeah Princeton. Actually, no, I didn't like Princeton because it was too, too much water. Yeah, there was a lot of water. Uh, we had some great photos from that one though. Yeah, yeah. literally just streams like streams. six streams of water. <laughs> Pointed at Coach G. But um, I would say either I like Seton Hall, the, that celebration. I feel like that was like the first one of the year, right? Like that yeah. because our because we beat Memphis, beat Delaware, mm-hmm. and then we came home, they had the Vandy game, and then we went to Seton Hall, and mm-hmm. that was like the first, yeah. 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 It was that one was cool, and then um, like she said, U Miami was cool. U Miami. Yeah. I was trying to. I was standing in the locker room, like had the phone ready, waiting for coaches to come in, and it was taking a while. Mm-hmm. So then I walked out the door and turned the corner to see what was taking a while, and I saw what was taking a while. So then I was like, I'm gonna go back <laughs> in <laughs> and just wait for this to s- wait for this to come in. And Jada was Jada had like walked to the other side of the locker room to go like throw something away real quick, and mm-hmm. it was like at the wrong time because yeah. then no. coach turned the corner with the cups, and then Jada <laughs> starts running, <laughs> and she so got funny. she got Jada got the the worst of it. I think mm. I ended up on the floor so that <laughs> Jada, I think. Jada. <laughs> that's <laughs> awesome. And then Coach G wound up on the floor when she came back, trying to slip and slide back to the front of the back to the front <laughs> of the room there. <laughs> she really was. She that's really awesome. was. She really was. All right. Well, like we said, Pride game this Saturday at home against Dartmouth and then 
it's kind of a we don't we never like to look ahead, but for the sake of the podcast, next weekend, what do you guys think? Like sellout crowds next weekend for Penn and Princeton? Yeah. What's the is there a buzz going around campus? Like when you guys are walking around campus, do people like be like, oh hey, you play for the basketball team, right, or something like that? <laughs> yeah. Does that happen? Yeah. Yeah. I, I wouldn't say like. I'm not it's saying. Like, oh my god! But there, I'm I not feel saying like you're like swatting people away, like <laughs> no. like paparazzi, but no, especially with like fellow athletes. Um, but yeah, mm-hmm. there is definitely words going around about our success, which it's cool, and yeah, a lot of people, I feel like show out for Princeton. So mm-hmm. yeah, but yeah, it doesn't matter what sport either, too. Yeah, that's I feel like true. Every every team here plays Princeton. Speaking mm. of other sports, though, Katie, I saw you taking in some wrestling last week. Yeah, talk <laughs> to me about too. the. Re- oh, Abby, Abby was there. Car- and Carly. We were uh, they there. weren't sitting. Were they not sitting right next to you guys, or did no, I just not see them? They were sitting. I think somewhere else. But we've all been supporting wrestling, right? Yeah. yeah. I think it's been really cool since they've moved it to to Levian. Yeah. It like makes it so much better because you guys spectacle. you guys probably wouldn't have like gone into the blue gym and like sit in there and watch. I wouldn't have known it was happening. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Cause that's where they used to have it. I think all the way up until last year, they started. They moved a couple matches into, into Levy and I'm glad it's in there. Oh wrestling yeah. deserves more hype. To yeah. be honest, shout we out have to like the wrestling team. We have a lot of guys ranked right now too. We do so. individually. Yep. Yeah. Yep. But uh, Tuck, who, who is? Uh, do you have any friends on the wrestling team, or do you just like to? You just like to like take in wrestling. Um, I think all our friends, like we have all as athletes, are friends connected. But uh, Caesar, we are. I know that name. He's, he's awesome. He's, he's so good. Yeah. Yeah. Which weight class is he, do you know? Uh, I think 157. Okay. He's right under Josh, because I know Josh went. Right I think Josh now. is 165. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. he might yeah. be 157. Yeah. yeah. He's yeah. tough. Yeah. He pinned, mm-hmm. uh, not pinned, he got an overtime win um, against the number 12 guy in in the weight class. On what, again, what, on what match was that? What team were they playing? Wasn't it Penn? Yeah, Was Penn. it Penn? It was, uh, like, last Sunday, and it was okay. super cool, so... Like the overtime wins are crazy. It's sudden no, death. Yeah. So super hype. Yeah, it was awesome. I enjoyed. I walked in there to that one where I saw you and Aaliyah, and I think two matches had already ended. And uh-huh. I walked in, and it was in the middle of like the f- I forget who got the pin, but it was like the first pin. We got like three pins that that night. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was like the first one, and it's wild when somebody gets a pin. How crazy everybody goes. Yeah. Like it's it's crazy. Mm-hmm. It's like it reminds me like WWE when they <laughs> <laughs> the one two. Yeah, but yeah. the some refs call it so fast and they like slap the mat. It's like because it like both shoulder blades have to be on the ground at the same time. Yeah, and, and for it, it for a split second, it's over. Yeah, yeah, literally. Yeah, it's crazy. It's fun. I'm gonna be there Sunday. So You're gonna be there Sunday. I sure am. You are. I may need you to work that game. Oh. Oops. <laughs> I I thought I was working. Oh, you are? <laughs> oh, that's right. That's right. Sunday, I forgot. The well, Matt Rostowski won't be there anymore. Oh, okay. Well, I'll work it. Whatever. All right. Well, Abby, KD, any final words for the listening Wait, audience? Wait, I do have a question. Oh, you have one? Okay, Yeah, actually, no, this is for Abby because a lot of people have been bugging me about it, so I just need it straight from you about the play off oh. the girl's back. It's <laughs> so, like people want to know like how long you've been practicing that and what made you want to do that. Oh, <laughs> that's the thing that, like, I feel like, I don't know. It's, like, the oldest trick in the book basketball-wise. Yeah. Like, I remember my high school coach was, like, taught me that. And then Coach G, she always taught us, if there's ever a defender not facing you, like, you sh- that's your first look. And yeah. then we've um, 
probably just don't know it because it never worked out. We've tried it before. Uh-huh. I, mean, I did see you. I, did <laughs> see you. I do remember you trying it earlier this year and it not working. Yeah. And I forget what game it was. UMass. I tried UMass, but didn't work out. And then Kitty's tried. And, it, like, yeah, we've all I tried. But year I tried a few times. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, yeah. It looked effortless, though. Like, it was, it was impressive. But, yeah, people, people were asking. It's harder than it looks because I feel like the first time, the, the first couple times, like, it, if it hits, like, the slightly wrong body part, like, I think when you threw it off the UMass girl, like, went down and, like, hit off her foot or something. Yeah. And then it yeah. hit. Yeah. I forget. It's because you can't, I learned you can't hit their butt. You have to hit, the, like, their lower back. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Giving yeah. away all you my secrets. Hit, huh? I know. <laughs> giving them away. I don't but think any, uh competitors listen to this so that's good yeah. um, if they do they haven't gotten 25 minutes in yeah so that's for <laughs> sure that's, that's true. for sure all right you got any more Leah? nope that was my all right any uh question. any final word for the fan base and the community as you guys are uh going down the ivy league stretch here yeah keep supporting the best is yet to come so mm-hmm. yeah yep <laughs> yep <laughs> <laughs> no we for real, we we appreciate all the support and the growing support it's it's really cool, I mean, to see the transition freshman year to now. Mm-hmm. It's special, but, I mean, we can't take it for granted. So. No. Yeah. That's for sure. That's for sure. All right. Well, like we said, the Columbia women's basketball team is in action this Saturday at home against Dartmouth. It's their annual pride game, and it starts at 2 p.m. Eastern. But make sure you get there early because the first 500 fans will get CU Lions Pride sunglasses. I don't even know no what those way. are. No yeah. way. Sunglasses? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's always shirts. Wow. No, it's, sun, it's sunglasses, sunglasses for CU Lions Pride. Like, I'm just trying to get people <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, I would, I, I mean, I feel Did like. Did it work? I think so until okay. Abby ruined it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> it's better than rally towels. I don't know. Actually, no, I don't know what's better because the, yeah, the towels the look cool too. The sunglasses, I don't know. I, I, I think like like little like, what do you call it? Like Ray-Ban sunglasses or something? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Those. So hype. Those. So excited. But the first 500 <laughs> fans get those. Not that that's the entire reason <laughs> you want to come to the game, but it's just a little added bonus. Yeah. yeah. It's just a little added bonus. Little come support. Something. Come support the women's basketball team. Come support Pride at Columbia University, uh, and watch Columbia women's basketball get there. What do you guys want? Three in a row now. So fourth straight win. Mm. Going for. I won't talk about it because. As soon as you start talking about something, it doesn't happen. So next Friday and Saturday is the big home weekend against Penn and Princeton. I think a uh, late addition to the to the revenge tour Friday night against Penn. Late addition to the revenge yeah. tour, and then uh, Saturday it's the home game against Princeton, which I know the team and a lot of people in the Columbia community are looking for, looking forward to. So yeah. All right. Well, Abby, KD, thanks for stopping by. We'll see you on the basketball court. Thank you. Thank you. Another episode in the books, Kyle. That was that was a good one. It was it's just always nice to have have them on and um especially players of their caliber talking. They're so humble and like like even KD when she was talking about people recognizing her in public, she's like surprised and I'm like you guys are big time, like yeah. especially around here. So they're yeah. just so humble and always just fun to have around. Yeah, as they started to last year or really as they did last year and mm-hmm. as they are doing again this year really like kind of captivating the whole Columbia community. Yeah. Uh, and I think it just kind of gives people s- like such an exciting thing to do, especially when they're home every week to come to these games and support them and be in a big crowd. And mm-hmm. it, it gets electric in here. So it's, it's really cool to see. And like we talked about just now, the way that the crowds have been for the first two Ivy League games, home Ivy League games, 
even with one of those being before students even came back, like I can only imagine what the crowds will be like, not only for Pride game, but for next weekend against Penn and Princeton. Yeah. So. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it because it gets loud and people are just so energized. So yeah. it'll be fun. Yeah. It's going to be a lot of fun. We've plugged these games several times, and we'll plug <laughs> them one more time. Columbia versus Dartmouth, Saturday, 2 p.m., Pride game. Be here. Get your sunglasses. First 500 fans, <laughs> get your Pride sunglasses. And then next weekend, Friday night, 6 p.m., Columbia versus Penn. It's Barnard College night. So we're going to have all of our friends from Barnard College in the house. I know President Sion Bylock is going to be here. And then Saturday, it's Columbia and Princeton at 4 p.m., 1,500 white T-shirts, white Columbia Lions T-shirts to be given away. It's part Ooh. of a whiteout here at Levian Gymnasium, so it should be rocking. Can't wait. Should be rocking. See you there, everyone. We will see, see you, you there at the game. This is the Morningside Hoops podcast. I'm Kyle Matrician. That's Aaliyah Funshell. You can catch this podcast and all of our other Columbia Athletics podcasts on all the podcast platforms. That includes Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, wherever you catch your podcast, Columbia Athletics and Morningside Hoops is there. Just search Columbia Athletics and you'll find us. Exactly. All right, Aaliyah. Signing out. <laughs>